Section 61 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet on the bank of the Missouri River, McKilwain's Bend, August 12, 1831. On their return trip to Kirtland, the Prophet and ten elders had traveled down the Missouri River in canoes. On the third day of the journey, many dangers were experienced. Elder William W. Phelps, in a daylight vision, saw the destroyer riding in power upon the face of the waters. 1 through 12. The Lord has decreed many destructions upon the waters. 13 through 22. The waters were cursed by John, and the destroyer rides upon their face. 23 through 29. Some have power to command the waters. 30 through 35. Elders are to journey two by two and preach the gospel. 36 through 39. They are to prepare for the coming of the Son of Man. Behold and hearken unto the voice of Him who has all power, who is from everlasting to everlasting, even Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. Behold, verily thus saith the Lord unto you, O ye elders of my church, who are assembled upon this spot, whose sins are now forgiven you. For I the Lord forgive sins, and am merciful unto those who confess their sins with humble hearts. But verily I say unto you that it is not needful for this whole company of mine elders to be moving swiftly upon the waters, whilst the inhabitants on either side are perishing in unbelief. Nevertheless, I suffered it that ye might bear record. Behold, there are many dangers upon the waters, and more especially hereafter. For I the Lord have decreed in mine anger many destructions upon the waters, yea, and especially upon these waters. Nevertheless all flesh is in mine hand, and he that is faithful among you shall not perish by the waters. Wherefore, it is expedient that my servant, Sidney Gilbert, and my servant William W. Phelps, be in haste upon their errand and mission. Nevertheless, I would not suffer that you should part until you were chastened for all your sins, that you might be one, that you might not perish in wickedness. But now verily I say, it behooveth me that ye should part. Wherefore, let my servants, Sidney Gilbert and William W. Phelps, take their former company, and let them take their journey in haste, that they may fill their mission, and through faith they shall overcome. And inasmuch as they are faithful, they shall be preserved, and I, the Lord, will be with them. And let the residue take that which is needful for clothing. Let my servant, Sidney Gilbert, take that which is not needful with him, as you shall agree. And now, behold, for your good, I gave unto you a commandment concerning these things. And I, the Lord, will reason with you, as with men in days of old. Behold, I the Lord in the beginning blessed the waters, but in the last days, by the mouth of my servant John, I cursed the waters. Wherefore, the days will come that no flesh shall be safe upon the waters. And it shall be said in days to come that none is able to go up to the land of Zion upon the waters, but he that is upright in heart. And as I the Lord in the beginning cursed the land, even so in the last days have I blessed it, in its time, for the use of my saints, that they may partake the fatness thereof. And now I give unto you a commandment, 
that what I say unto one, I say unto all, that you shall forewarn your brethren concerning these waters, that they come not in journeying upon them, lest their faith fail and they are caught in snares. I, the Lord, have decreed, and the destroyer rideth upon the face thereof, and I revoke not the decree. I, the Lord, was angry with you yesterday, but today mine anger is turned away. Wherefore, let those concerning whom I have spoken, that should take their journey in haste, again I say unto you, let them take their journey in haste. And it mattereth not unto me, after a little, if it so be that they fill their mission, whether they go by water or by land, let this be as it is made known unto them according to their judgments hereafter. And now concerning my servants Sidney Rigdon, Joseph Smith, Jr., and Oliver Cowdery, let them come not again upon the waters, save it be upon the canal, while journeying unto their homes. Or in other words, they shall not come upon the waters to journey, save upon the canal. Behold, I the Lord have appointed a way for the journeying of my saints, and behold, this is the way, that after they leave the canal, they shall journey by land, inasmuch as they are commanded to journey and go up unto the land of Zion. And they shall do like unto the children of Israel, pitching their tents by the way. And behold, this commandment you shall give unto all your brethren. Nevertheless, unto whom is given power to command the waters? Unto him it is given by the Spirit to know all his ways. Wherefore let him do as the Spirit of the living God commandeth him, whether upon the land or upon the waters, as it remaineth with me to do hereafter. And unto you is given the course for the saints, or the way for the saints of the camp of the Lord to journey. And again verily I say unto you, my servants Sidney Rigdon, Joseph Smith Jr. and Oliver Cowdery, shall not open their mouths in the congregations of the wicked until they arrive at Cincinnati. And in that place they shall lift up their voices unto God against that people. Yea, unto him whose anger is kindled against their wickedness, a people who are well nigh ripened for destruction. And from thence let them journey for the congregations of their brethren, for their labors even now are wanted more abundantly among them than among the congregations of the wicked. And now concerning the residue, let them journey and declare the word among the congregations of the wicked, inasmuch as it is given. And inasmuch as they do this, they shall rid their garments, and they shall be spotless before me. And let them journey together, or two by two, as seemeth them good. Only let my servant Reynolds Cahoon and my servant Samuel H. Smith, with whom I am well pleased, be not separated until they return to their homes, and this for a wise purpose in me. And now verily I say unto you, and what I say unto one, I say unto all, Be of good cheer, little children, for I am in your midst, and I have not forsaken you. And inasmuch as you have humbled yourselves before me, the blessings of the kingdom are yours. Gird up your loins and be watchful and be sober looking forth for the coming of the Son of Man, for he cometh in an hour you think not. Pray always that you enter not into temptation, that you may abide the day of his coming, whether in life or in death. Even so, Amen.
Section 62 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet on the bank of the Missouri River at Sheraton, Missouri, August 13, 1831. On this day the Prophet and his group, who were on their way from Independence to Kirtland, met several elders who were on their way to the land of Zion, and, after joyful salutations, received this revelation. 1-3 through three, Testimonies are recorded in heaven. 4-9 through nine, The elders are to travel and preach according to judgment and as directed by the Spirit. Behold and hearken, O ye elders of my church, saith the Lord your God, even Jesus Christ, your Advocate, who knoweth the weakness of man, and how to succor them who are tempted. And verily mine eyes are upon those who have not as yet gone up unto the land of Zion, wherefore your mission is not yet full. Nevertheless ye are blessed, for the testimony which ye have borne is recorded in heaven for the angels to look upon, and they rejoice over you, and your sins are forgiven you. And now continue your journey. Assemble yourselves upon the land of Zion, and hold a meeting, and rejoice together, and offer a sacrament unto the Most High. And then you may return to bear record, yea, even all together, or two by two, as seemeth you good. It mattereth not unto me. Only be faithful, and declare glad tidings unto the inhabitants of the earth, or among the congregations of the wicked. Behold, I the Lord have brought you together, that the promise might be fulfilled, that the faithful among you should be preserved and rejoice together in the land of Missouri. I the Lord promise the faithful, and cannot lie. I the Lord am willing, if any among you desire to ride upon horses, or upon mules, or in chariots, he shall receive this blessing, if he receive it from the hand of the Lord with a thankful heart in all things. These things remain with you to do according to judgment and the directions of the Spirit. Behold, the kingdom is yours, and behold and lo, I am with the faithful always. Even so, Amen. Section 63 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Kirtland, Ohio, August 30, 1831 The Prophet Sidney Rigdon and Oliver Cowdery had arrived in Kirtland on August 27th from their visit to Missouri. Joseph Smith's history describes this revelation. In these infant days of the church, there was a great anxiety to obtain the word of the Lord upon every subject that in any way concerned our salvation. And as the land of Zion was now the most important temporal object in view, I inquired of the Lord for further information upon the gathering of the saints and the purchase of the land, and other matters. 1-6. through six, A day of wrath will come upon the wicked. 7-12. through 12, Signs come by faith. 13-19. through 19, The adulterous in heart will deny the faith and be cast into the lake of fire. 20. The faithful will receive an inheritance upon the transfigured earth. 21. A full account of the events on the Mount of Transfiguration has not yet been revealed. 22 through 23. The obedient receive the mysteries of the kingdom. 24 through 31. Inheritances in Zion are to be purchased. 32 through 35. The Lord decrees wars, and the wicked slay the wicked. 36 through 48. 
the saints are to gather to Zion and provide monies to build it up. 49-54 through 54. Blessings are assured the faithful at the second coming, in the resurrection, and during the millennium. 55-58 through 58. This is a day of warning. 59-66 through 66. The Lord's name is taken in vain by those who use it without authority. Hearken, O ye people, and open your hearts, and give ear from afar, and listen, you that call yourselves the people of the Lord, and hear the word of the Lord and his will concerning you. Yea, verily I say, hear the word of him whose anger is kindled against the wicked and rebellious, who willeth to take even them whom he will take, and preserveth in life them whom he will preserve, who buildeth up at his own will and pleasure, and destroyeth when he pleases, and is able to cast the soul down to hell. Behold, I the Lord utter my voice, and it shall be obeyed. Wherefore verily I say, Let the wicked take heed, and let the rebellious fear and tremble, and let the unbelieving hold their lips, for the day of wrath shall come upon them as a whirlwind, and all flesh shall know that I am God. And he that seeketh signs shall see signs, but not unto salvation. Verily I say unto you, There are those among you who seek signs, and there have been such even from the beginning. But behold, faith cometh not by signs, but signs follow those that believe. Yea, signs come by faith, not by the will of men, nor as they please, but by the will of God. Yea, signs come by faith, unto mighty works, for without faith no man pleaseth God, and with whom God is angry he is not well pleased. Wherefore, unto such he showeth no signs, only in wrath unto their condemnation. Wherefore I the Lord am not pleased with those among you who have sought after signs and wonders for faith, and not for the good of men unto my glory. Nevertheless I give commandments, and many have turned away from my commandments and have not kept them. There were among you adulterers and adulteresses, some of whom have turned away from you, and others remain with you that hereafter shall be revealed. Let such beware and repent speedily, lest judgment shall come upon them as a snare, and their folly shall be made manifest, and their works shall follow them in the eyes of the people. And verily I say unto you, as I have said before, he that looketh on a woman to lust after her, or if any shall commit adultery in their hearts, they shall not have the spirit, but shall deny the faith and shall fear. Wherefore I the Lord have said that the fearful and the unbelieving and all liars, and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie, and the whoremonger and the sorcerer, shall have their part in that lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Verily I say that they shall not have part in the first resurrection. And now behold, I the Lord say unto you that ye are not justified, because these things are among you. Nevertheless, he that endureth in faith and doeth my will, the same shall overcome, and shall receive an inheritance upon the earth when the day of transfiguration shall come when the earth shall be transfigured, even according to the pattern which was shown unto mine apostles upon the mount, of which account the fullness 
ye have not yet received. And now verily I say unto you, that as I said that I would make known my will unto you, behold, I will make it known unto you, not by the way of commandment, for there are many who observe not to keep my commandments. But unto him that keepeth my commandments, I will give the mysteries of my kingdom, and the same shall be in him a well of living water, springing up unto everlasting life. And now behold, this is the will of the Lord your God concerning his saints, that they should assemble themselves together unto the land of Zion, not in haste, lest there should be confusion which bringeth pestilence. Behold, the land of Zion, I the Lord, hold it in mine own hands. Nevertheless, I the Lord render unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's. Wherefore, I the Lord will that you should purchase the lands that you may have advantage of the world, that you may have claim on the world, that they may not be stirred up unto anger. For Satan putteth it into their hearts to anger against you, and to the shedding of blood. Wherefore the land of Zion shall not be obtained but by purchase or by blood, otherwise there is none inheritance for you. And if by purchase, behold, you are blessed. And if by blood, as you are forbidden to shed blood, Lo, your enemies are upon you, and ye shall be scourged from city to city and from synagogue to synagogue, and but few shall stand to receive an inheritance. I, the Lord, am angry with the wicked. I am holding my spirit from the inhabitants of the earth. I have sworn in my wrath and decreed wars upon the face of the earth, and the wicked shall slay the wicked, and fear shall come upon every man and the saints also shall hardly escape. Nevertheless, I the Lord am with them, and will come down in heaven from the presence of my Father, and consume the wicked with unquenchable fire. And behold, this is not yet, but by and by. Wherefore, seeing that I, the Lord, have decreed all these things upon the face of the earth, I will that my saints should be assembled upon the land of Zion and that every man should take righteousness in his hands and faithfulness upon his loins, and lift a warning voice unto the inhabitants of the earth, and declare both by word and by flight that desolation shall come upon the wicked. Wherefore let my disciples in Kirtland arrange their temporal concerns, who dwell upon this farm. Let my servant Titus Billings, who has the care thereof, dispose of the land, that he may be prepared in the coming spring to take his journey up unto the land of Zion, with those that dwell upon the face thereof, excepting those whom I shall reserve unto myself, that shall not go until I shall command them. And let all the monies which can be spared, it mattereth not unto me whether it be little or much, be sent up unto the land of Zion, unto them whom I have appointed to receive. Behold, I, the Lord, will give unto my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., power that he shall be enabled to discern by the Spirit those who shall go up unto the land of Zion and those of my disciples who shall tarry. Let my servant Newell K. Whitney retain his store, or in other words, the store, yet for a little season. Nevertheless, let him impart all the money which he can impart to be sent up unto the land of Zion. Behold, these things are in his own hands. 
let him do according to wisdom. Verily I say, let him be ordained as an agent unto the disciples that shall tarry, and let him be ordained unto this power. And now speedily visit the churches expounding these things unto them with my servant Oliver Cowdery. Behold, this is my will, obtaining monies, even as I have directed. He that is faithful and endureth shall overcome the world. He that sendeth up treasures unto the land of Zion shall receive an inheritance in this world, and his works shall follow him, and also a reward in the world to come. Yea, and blessed are the dead that die in the Lord. From henceforth, when the Lord shall come, and old things shall pass away, and all things become new, they shall rise from the dead, and shall not die after, and shall receive an inheritance before the Lord in the holy city. And he that liveth when the Lord shall come, and hath kept the faith, blessed is he. Nevertheless, it is appointed to him to die at the age of man. Wherefore children shall grow up until they become old. Old men shall die, but they shall not sleep in the dust, but they shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Wherefore for this cause preached the apostles unto the world the resurrection of the dead. These things are the things that ye must look for, and speaking after the manner of the Lord, they are now nigh at hand and in a time to come, even in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. And until that hour there will be foolish virgins among the wise. And at that hour cometh an entire separation of the righteous and the wicked. And in that day will I send mine angels to pluck out the wicked, and cast them into unquenchable fire. And now behold, verily I say unto you, I, the Lord, am not pleased with my servant, Sidney Rigdon. He exalted himself in his heart, and received not counsel, but grieved the Spirit. Wherefore his writing is not acceptable unto the Lord, and he shall make another. And if the Lord receive it not, behold, he standeth no longer in the office to which I have appointed him. And again verily I say unto you, those who desire in their hearts, in meekness, to warn sinners to repentance, let them be ordained unto this power. For this is a day of warning, and not a day of many words. For I, the Lord, am not to be mocked in the last days. Behold, I am from above, and my power lieth beneath. I am over all, and in all, and through all, and search all things and the day cometh that all things shall be subject unto me. Behold, I am Alpha and Omega, even Jesus Christ. Wherefore let all men beware how they take my name in their lips. For behold, verily I say, that many there be who are under this condemnation, who use the name of the Lord, and use it in vain, having not authority. Wherefore let the church repent of their sins and I, the Lord, will own them, otherwise they shall be cut off. Remember that that which cometh from above is sacred, and must be spoken with care, and by constraint of the Spirit, and in this there is no condemnation, and ye receive the Spirit through prayer. Wherefore, without this, there remaineth condemnation. Let my servants Joseph Smith, Jr. and Sidney Rigdon seek them a home, 
as they are taught through prayer by the Spirit. These things remain to overcome through patience, that such may receive a more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, otherwise a greater condemnation. Amen. Section 64 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet to the Elders of the Church at Kirtland, Ohio, September 11, 1831 the prophet was preparing to move to Hiram, Ohio, to renew his work on the translation of the Bible, which had been laid aside while he had been in Missouri. A company of brethren who had been commanded to journey to Zion, Missouri, was earnestly engaged in making preparations to leave in October. At this busy time, the revelation was received. 1 through 11. The saints are commanded to forgive one another, lest there remain in them the greater sin. 12 through 22. The unrepentant are to be brought before the church. 23 through 25. He that is tithed will not be burned at the Lord's coming. 26 through 32. The saints are warned against debt. 33 through 36. The rebellious will be cut off out of Zion. 37 through 40. The church will judge the nations. 41 through 43. Zion will flourish. Behold, thus saith the Lord your God unto you, O ye elders of my church, hearken ye, and hear, and receive my will concerning you. For verily I say unto you, I will that ye should overcome the world, wherefore I will have compassion upon you. There are those among you who have sinned, but verily I say, for this once, for mine own glory, and for the salvation of souls, I have forgiven you your sins. I will be merciful unto you, for I have given unto you the kingdom. And the keys of the mysteries of the kingdom shall not be taken from my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., through the means I have appointed while he liveth, inasmuch as he obeyeth mine ordinances. There are those who have sought occasion against him without cause. Nevertheless, he has sinned, but verily I say unto you, I, the Lord, forgive sins unto those who confess their sins before me and ask forgiveness, who have not sinned unto death. My disciples in days of old sought occasion against one another and forgave not one another in their hearts, and for this evil they were afflicted and sorely chastened. Wherefore I say unto you that ye ought to forgive one another. For he that forgiveth not his brother his trespasses standeth condemned before the Lord, for there remaineth in him the greater sin. I, the Lord, will forgive whom I will forgive, but of you it is required to forgive all men. And ye ought to say in your hearts, Let God judge between me and thee, and reward thee according to thy deeds. And him that repenteth not of his sins, and confesseth them not, ye shall bring before the church and do with him as the Scripture saith unto you, either by commandment or by revelation. And this ye shall do, that God may be glorified, not because ye forgive not, having not compassion, but that ye may be justified in the eyes of the law, that ye may not offend him who is your lawgiver. Verily I say, for this cause ye shall do these things. Behold, I the Lord was angry with him who was my servant Ezra Booth, and also my servant Isaac Morley, for they kept not the law, neither the commandment. 
they sought evil in their hearts, and I the Lord withheld my spirit. They condemned for evil that thing in which there was no evil. Nevertheless, I have forgiven my servant Isaac Morley, and also my servant Edward Partridge. Behold, he hath sinned, and Satan seeketh to destroy his soul. But when these things are made known unto them, and they repent of the evil, they shall be forgiven. And now, verily I say that it is expedient in me that my servant, Sidney Gilbert, after a few weeks, shall return upon his business and to his agency in the land of Zion. And that which he hath seen and heard may be made known unto my disciples, that they perish not. And for this cause have I spoken these things. And again I say unto you, that my servant Isaac Morley may not be tempted above that which he is able to bear, and counsel wrongfully to your hurt, I gave commandment that his farm should be sold. I will not that my servant Frederick G. Williams should sell his farm, for I the Lord will to retain a stronghold in the land of Kirtland for the space of five years, in the which I will not overthrow the wicked, that thereby I may save some. And after that day, I, the Lord, will not hold any guilty that shall go with an open heart up to the land of Zion, for I, the Lord, require the hearts of the children of men. Behold, now it is called today until the coming of the Son of Man, and verily it is a day of sacrifice and a day for the tithing of my people, for he that is tithed shall not be burned at his coming. For after today cometh the burning, this is speaking after the manner of the Lord. For verily I say, Tomorrow all the proud, and they that do wickedly, shall be a stubble, and I will burn them up. For I am the Lord of hosts, and I will not spare any that remain in Babylon. Wherefore, if ye believe me, ye will labor while it is called today, and it is not meet that my servants Newell K. Whitney and Sidney Gilbert should sell their store and their possessions here. For this is not wisdom until the residue of the church, which remaineth in this place, shall go up unto the land of Zion. Behold, it is said in my laws, or forbidden, to get in debt to thine enemies. But behold, it is not said at any time that the Lord should not take when he please, and pay as seemeth him good. Wherefore, as ye are agents, ye are on the Lord's errand. And whatever ye do according to the will of the Lord is the Lord's business. And he hath set you to provide for his saints in these last days, that they may obtain an inheritance in the land of Zion. And behold, I the Lord declare unto you, and my words are sure and shall not fail, that they shall obtain it. But all things must come to pass in their time. Wherefore, be not weary in well doing. For ye are laying the foundation of a great work, and out of small things proceedeth that which is great. Behold, the Lord requireth the heart and a willing mind, and the willing and obedient shall eat the good of the land of Zion in these last days. And the rebellious shall be cut off out of the land of Zion, and shall be sent away, and shall not inherit the land. For verily I say that the rebellious are not of the blood of Ephraim, Wherefore, they shall be plucked out. 
Behold, I, the Lord, have made my church in these last days like unto a judge sitting on a hill or in a high place to judge the nations. For it shall come to pass that the inhabitants of Zion shall judge all things pertaining to Zion, and liars and hypocrites shall be proved by them, and they who are not apostles and prophets shall be known. And even the bishop, who is a judge, and his counselors, if they are not faithful in their stewardships, shall be condemned, and others shall be planted in their stead. For behold, I say unto you, that Zion shall flourish, and the glory of the Lord shall be upon her. And she shall be an ensign unto the people, and there shall come unto her out of every nation under heaven. And the day shall come when the nations of the earth shall tremble because of her, and shall fear because of her terrible ones. The Lord hath spoken it. Amen. Section 65 Revelation on Prayer Given Through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, October 30, 1831 1 through 2. The keys of the kingdom of God are committed to man on earth, and the gospel cause will triumph. 3 through 6. The millennial kingdom of heaven will come and join the kingdom of God on earth. Hearken and lo, a voice as of one sent down from on high, who is mighty and powerful, whose going forth is unto the ends of the earth, yea, whose voice is unto men. Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his path straight. The keys of the kingdom of God are committed unto man on the earth, and from thence shall the gospel roll forth unto the ends of the earth, as the stone which is cut out of the mountain without hands shall roll forth, until it has filled the whole earth. Yea, a voice crying, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, prepare ye the supper of the Lamb, make ready for the bridegroom. Pray unto the Lord, call upon his holy name, make known his wonderful works among the people. Call upon the Lord, that his kingdom may go forth upon the earth, that the inhabitants thereof may receive it, and be prepared for the days to come in the which the Son of Man shall come down in heaven, clothed in the brightness of his glory, to meet the kingdom of God, which is set up on the earth. Wherefore may the kingdom of God go forth, that the kingdom of heaven may come, that thou, O God, mayest be glorified in heaven, so on earth, that thine enemies may be subdued. For thine is the honor, power, and glory, forever and ever. Amen. Section 66 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, October 29, 1831 William E. McClellan had petitioned the Lord in secret to make known through the Prophet the answer to five questions which were unknown to Joseph Smith. At McClellan's request, the Prophet inquired of the Lord and received this revelation. 1-4 through four, the everlasting covenant is the fullness of the gospel. 5-8. through eight, Elders are to preach, testify, and reason with the people. 9-13. through 13, Faithful ministerial service ensures an inheritance of eternal life. Behold, thus saith the Lord unto my servant William E. McClellan, Blessed are you, inasmuch as you have turned away from your iniquities 
and have received my truths, saith the Lord your Redeemer, the Savior of the world, even of as many as believe on my name. Verily I say unto you, Blessed are you for receiving mine everlasting covenant, even the fullness of my gospel, sent forth unto the children of men, that they might have life and be made partakers of the glories which are to be revealed in the last days, as it was written by the prophets and apostles in days of old. Verily I say unto you, my servant William, that you are clean, but not all. Repent, therefore, of those things which are not pleasing in my sight, saith the Lord, for the Lord will show them unto you. And now verily I, the Lord, will show unto you what I will concerning you, or what is my will concerning you. Behold, verily I say unto you, that it is my will that you should proclaim my gospel from land to land and from city to city, yea, in those regions round about where it has not been proclaimed. Tarry not many days in this place, go not up unto the land of Zion as yet, but inasmuch as you can, send, send otherwise, think not of thy property. Go unto the eastern lands, bear testimony in every place unto every people, and in their synagogues, reasoning with the people. Let my servant Samuel H. Smith go with you, and forsake him not, and give him thine instructions, and he that is faithful shall be made strong in every place, and I the Lord will go with you. Lay your hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. Return not till I the Lord shall send you. Be patient in affliction. Ask, and ye shall receive. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Seek not to be cumbered. Forsake all unrighteousness. Commit not adultery, a temptation with which thou hast been troubled. Keep these sayings, for they are true and faithful, and thou shalt magnify thine office, and push many people to Zion with songs of everlasting joy upon their heads. Continue in these things, even unto the end, and you shall have a crown of eternal life at the right hand of my Father, who is full of grace and truth. Verily thus saith the Lord your God, your Redeemer, even Jesus Christ. Amen. Section 67 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, early November 1831 The occasion was that of a special conference, and the publication of the revelations already received from the Lord through the Prophet was considered and acted upon. See the heading to Section 1. William W. Phelps had recently established the church printing press in Independence, Missouri. The conference decided to publish the revelations in the Book of Commandments and to print 10,000 copies, which because of unforeseen difficulties was later reduced to 3,000 copies. Many of the brethren bore solemn testimony that the revelations then compiled for publication were verily true, as was witnessed by the Holy Ghost shed forth upon them. Joseph Smith's history records that after the revelation known as Section 1 had been received, some conversation was had concerning the language used in the revelations. The present revelation followed. 1-3. through three, The Lord hears the prayers of and watches over His elders. 4-9. through nine, He challenges the wisest person to duplicate the least of His revelations. 
10-14, faithful elders will be quickened by the Spirit and see the face of God. Behold and hearken, O ye elders of my church, who have assembled yourselves together, whose prayers I have heard, and whose hearts I know, and whose desires have come up before me. Behold and lo, mine eyes are upon you, and the heavens and the earth are in mine hands, and the riches of eternity are mine to give. Ye endeavored to believe that ye should receive the blessing which was offered unto you. But behold, verily I say unto you, there were fears in your hearts, and verily this is the reason that ye did not receive. And now I the Lord give unto you a testimony of the truth of these commandments which are lying before you. Your eyes have been upon my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., and his language you have known, and his imperfections you have known, and you have sought in your heart's knowledge that you might express beyond his language. This you also know. Now seek ye out of the book of commandments even the least that is among them, and appoint him that is the most wise among you. Or if there be any among you that shall make one like unto it, then ye are justified in saying that ye do not know that they are true. But if ye cannot make one like unto it, ye are under condemnation if ye do not bear record that they are true. For ye know that there is no unrighteousness in them, and that which is righteous cometh down from above, from the Father of lights. And again, verily I say unto you, that it is your privilege and a promise I give unto you that have been ordained unto this ministry, that inasmuch as you strip yourselves from jealousies and fears and humble yourselves before me, for ye are not sufficiently humble, the veil shall be rent, and you shall see me and know that I am, not with the carnal, neither natural mind, but with the spiritual. For no man has seen God at any time in the flesh, except quickened by the Spirit of God. Neither can any natural man abide the presence of God, neither after the carnal mind. Ye are not able to abide the presence of God now, neither the ministering of angels. Wherefore, continue in patience until ye are perfected. Let not your minds turn back, and when ye are worthy, in mine own due time, ye shall see and know that which was conferred upon you by the hands of my servant, Joseph Smith, Jr. Amen. Section 68 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, November 1, 1831, in response to prayer that the mind of the Lord be made known concerning Orson Hyde, Luke S. Johnson, Lyman E. Johnson, and William E. McClellan. Although part of this revelation was directed toward these four men, much of the content pertains to the whole church. This revelation was expanded under Joseph Smith's direction when it was published in the 1835 edition of The Doctrine and Covenants. 1-5. through five, The words of the elders when moved upon by the Holy Ghost are Scripture. 6-12. through twelve, Elders are to preach and baptize, and signs will follow true believers. 13-24. through twenty-four. The firstborn among the sons of Aaron may serve as the presiding bishop, that is, hold the keys of presidency as a bishop, under the direction of the first presidency. 25-28. through 28, Parents are commanded to teach the gospel to their children. 29-35. through 35, 
the saints are to observe the Sabbath, labor diligently, and pray. My servant Orson Hyde was called by his ordination to proclaim the everlasting gospel by the Spirit of the living God from people to people and from land to land, in the congregations of the wicked, in their synagogues, reasoning with and expounding all scriptures unto them. And behold, and lo, this is an ensample unto all those who were ordained unto this priesthood, whose mission is appointed unto them to go forth. And this is the ensample unto them, that they shall speak as they are moved upon by the Holy Ghost. And whatsoever they shall speak when moved upon by the Holy Ghost shall be Scripture, shall be the will of the Lord, shall be the mind of the Lord, shall be the word of the Lord, shall be the voice of the Lord and the power of God unto salvation. Behold, this is the promise of the Lord unto you, O ye my servants. Wherefore be of good cheer, and do not fear. For I the Lord am with you, and will stand by you, and ye shall bear record of me, even Jesus Christ, that I am the Son of the living God, that I was, that I am, and that I am to come. This is the word of the Lord unto you, my servant Orson Hyde, and also unto my servant Luke Johnson, and unto my servant Lyman Johnson, and unto my servant William E. McClellan, and unto all the faithful elders of my church. Go ye into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature, acting in the authority which I have given you, baptizing in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned, and he that believeth shall be blessed with signs following, even as it is written, and unto you it shall be given to know the signs of the times and the signs of the coming of the Son of Man. And of as many as the Father shall bear record, to you shall be given power to seal them up unto eternal life. Amen. And now concerning the items in addition to the covenants and commandments, they are these. There remain hereafter, in the due time of the Lord, other bishops to be set apart unto the church, to minister even according to the first. Wherefore, they shall be high priests who are worthy, and they shall be appointed by the first presidency of the Melchizedek priesthood, except they be literal descendants of Aaron. And if they be literal descendants of Aaron, they have a legal right to the bishopric, if they are the firstborn among the sons of Aaron. For the firstborn holds the right of the presidency over this priesthood, and the keys or authority of the same. No man has a legal right to this office to hold the keys of this priesthood, except he be a literal descendant and the firstborn of Aaron. But as a high priest of the Melchizedek priesthood has authority to officiate in all the lesser offices, he may officiate in the office of bishop when no literal descendant of Aaron can be found, provided he is called and set apart and ordained unto this power, under the hands of the first presidency of the Melchizedek priesthood. And a literal descendant of Aaron also must be designated by this presidency, and found worthy, and anointed, and ordained under the hands of this presidency. Otherwise they are not legally authorized to officiate in their priesthood. But by virtue of the decree concerning their right of the priesthood descending from father to son, 
they may claim their anointing if at any time they can prove their lineage or do ascertain it by revelation from the Lord under the hands of the above-named presidency. And again, no bishop or high priest who shall be set apart for this ministry shall be tried or condemned for any crime, save it be before the first presidency of the church. And inasmuch as he is found guilty before this presidency, by testimony that cannot be impeached, he shall be condemned. And if he repent, he shall be forgiven, according to the covenants and commandments of the church. And again, inasmuch as parents have children in Zion, or in any of her stakes which are organized, that teach them not to understand the doctrine of repentance, faith in Christ, the Son of the living God, and of baptism and the gift of the Holy Ghost by the laying on of the hands, when eight years old, the sin be upon the heads of the parents. For this shall be a law unto the inhabitants of Zion, or in any of her stakes which are organized. And their children shall be baptized for the remission of their sins when eight years old, and receive the laying on of the hands. And they shall also teach their children to pray and to walk uprightly before the Lord. And the inhabitants of Zion shall also observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And the inhabitants of Zion also shall remember their labors, inasmuch as they are appointed to labor in all faithfulness, for the idler shall be had in remembrance before the Lord. Now I the Lord am not well pleased with the inhabitants of Zion, for there are idlers among them, and their children are also growing up in wickedness. They also seek not earnestly the riches of eternity, but their eyes are full of greediness. These things ought not to be, and must be done away from among them. Wherefore, let my servant Oliver Cowdery carry these sayings unto the land of Zion. And a commandment I give unto them, that he that observeth not his prayers before the Lord in the season thereof, let him be had in remembrance before the judge of my people. These sayings are true and faithful, wherefore transgress them not, neither take therefrom. Behold, I am Alpha and Omega, and I come quickly. Amen. Section 69 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, November 11, 1831 The compilation of revelations intended for early publication had been passed upon at the special conference of November 1st and 2nd. On November 3rd, the revelation herein appearing as section 133, later called the appendix, was added. Oliver Cowdery had previously been appointed to carry the manuscript of the compiled revelations and commandments to Independence, Missouri for printing. He was also to take with him money that had been contributed for the building up of the church in Missouri. This revelation instructs John Whitmer to accompany Oliver Cowdery and also directs Whitmer to travel and collect historical material in his calling as church historian and recorder. 1-2. through two, John Whitmer is to accompany Oliver Cowdery to Missouri. 3-8. through eight, He is also to preach and to collect, record, and write historical data. Hearken unto me, saith the Lord your God. For my servant Oliver Cowdery's sake, it is not wisdom in me that he should be entrusted with the commandments and the monies which he shall carry unto the land of Zion, 
except one go with him who will be true and faithful. Wherefore I the Lord will that my servant John Whitmer should go with my servant Oliver Cowdery, and also that he shall continue in writing and making a history of all the important things which he shall observe and know concerning my church, and also that he receive counsel and assistance from my servant Oliver Cowdery and others, and also my servants who are abroad in the earth, should send forth the accounts of their stewardships to the land of Zion. For the land of Zion shall be a seat and a place to receive and do all these things. Nevertheless, let my servant John Whitmer travel many times from place to place and from church to church, that he may the more easily obtain knowledge. Preaching and expounding, writing, copying, selecting, and obtaining all things which shall be for the good of the church and for the rising generations that shall grow up on the land of Zion, to possess it from generation to generation, for ever and ever. Amen. Section 70 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, November 12, 1831 The Prophet's history states that four special conferences were held from the 1st to the 12th of November, inclusive. In the last of these assemblies, the great importance of the revelations that would later be published as the Book of Commandments and then the Doctrine and Covenants was considered. This revelation was given after the conference voted that the revelations were worth to the church the riches of the whole earth. Joseph Smith's history refers to the revelations as the foundation of the church in these last days and a benefit to the world, showing that the keys of the mysteries of the kingdom of our Savior are again entrusted to man. 1 through 5. Stewards are appointed to publish the revelations. 6 through 13. Those who labor in spiritual things are worthy of their hire. 14 through 18. The saints should be equal in temporal things. Behold and hearken, O ye inhabitants of Zion, and all ye people of my church who are afar off, and hear the word of the Lord, which I give unto my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., and also unto my servant Martin Harris, and also unto my servant Oliver Cowdery, and also unto my servant John Whitmer, and also unto my servant Sidney Rigdon, and also unto my servant William W. Phelps, by the way of commandment unto them. For I give unto them a commandment, wherefore hearken and hear, for thus saith the Lord unto them. I the Lord have appointed them and ordained them to be stewards over the revelations and commandments which I have given unto them, and which I shall hereafter give unto them. And an account of this stewardship will I require of them in the day of judgment. Wherefore I have appointed unto them, and this is their business in the church of God, to manage them and the concerns thereof, yea, the benefits thereof. Wherefore a commandment I give unto them, that they shall not give these things unto the church, neither unto the world. Nevertheless, inasmuch as they receive more than is needful for their necessities and their wants, it shall be given into my storehouse. And the benefits shall be consecrated unto the inhabitants of Zion, and unto their generations, inasmuch as they become heirs according to the laws of the kingdom. Behold, this is what the Lord requires of every man in his stewardship, even as I, the Lord, have appointed, 
or shall hereafter appoint unto any man. And behold, none are exempt from this law who belong to the church of the living God. Yea, neither the bishop, neither the agent who keepeth the Lord's storehouse, neither he who is appointed in a stewardship over temporal things. He who is appointed to administer spiritual things, the same is worthy of his hire, even as those who are appointed to a stewardship to administer in temporal things, yea, even more abundantly, which abundance is multiplied unto them through the manifestations of the Spirit. Nevertheless, in your temporal things you shall be equal, and this not grudgingly, otherwise the abundance of the manifestations of the Spirit shall be withheld. Now this commandment I give unto my servants for their benefit while they remain, for a manifestation of my blessings upon their heads, and for a reward of their diligence and for their security, for food and for raiment, for an inheritance, for houses and for lands, in whatsoever circumstances I the Lord shall place them, and whithersoever I the Lord shall send them. For they have been faithful over many things, and have done well inasmuch as they have not sinned. Behold, I the Lord am merciful, and will bless them, and they shall enter into the joy of these things. Even so, Amen.